down with CBND, where we take an hour out of your day to speak about the greatest game of all, Rugby League. How are you doing, CB? Hello, my friends. Doing well? I'm good. I'm good, mate. I'm not too bad. How about you? I am. I'm doing pretty good. I've I've uh, recently just come off a pretty intense leg day, and I'm not going to lie, it's been pretty rough. Mate. Good on you. Never skip leg day. Never, never skip leg day, except for last week when I skipped leg day. Yeah. I, I regretted it. <laughs> I actually really regretted skipping it because I, I woke up in the morning the next day thinking, man, I should be feeling pain right now and I'm not feeling pain. Yeah. It's a weird, um, it's a weird concept to be enjoying the pain of it, but I mean, it feels good. It does. <laughs> Is that, does that make me weird? No, nah, it doesn't make me weird, right? Everyone likes the pain, right? No, I'm just more worried about the soundbite that could just come out of that if people just took that bit. Like... <laughs> oh boy, digging myself a hole. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, another another crazy week of footy in the books. Uh, lots of lots of news to talk about. So let's kick on, shall we? We've got um, in the signing news first. We've got Danny Levi signing with the Broncos for the remainder of the season. Why not? Well, I mean, the only thing I can see here, and like, it's it's a stretch, is that Turpin goes back to six, Croft drops out, and Dearden and Turpin run the show with Levi playing eighty because Levi can play eighty. Where has been? Has, where's Levi been? Manly? Um, no, he was. Was he Manly last year? He was at Manly last year, but the first, um. First month of the season this year, he's been playing reserve grade for. I, I don't know. Who don't know. For. So was he out of contract? Was he? He had yeah. no contract. Correct. Right. Yeah, I don't know. It's an interesting one. I mean, picking up a hooker when Turpin's been playing eighty minutes as well—it's a little bit random. It is. It is. Um, um, but obviously, I'm assuming there's a plan, um, or there's not a plan, and. Someone said, hey, would you like to sign Danny Levi? And Bronx was like, fuck it. Why not? <laughs> yeah, possibly. possibly. I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. Um, I think Levi's got some ability from what I've seen in the past. But um, don't really understand it. But I guess we, we might see the grand plan might open up. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. It, uh, it really is. Because from the um, six weeks that Terps has played this year... He has missed a total of six tackles. Pretty solid. So he's not bad in defence, um, although that could very well mean that he's just not been there to tackle. He's, <laughs> um, But, yeah, I mean, the stats are telling me right now that he's only missed six tackles. So, yeah. yeah but like, I, like you said, you, it's a good theory, I think, you know, putting him in the halves. But He played in the halves last year for a bit. Or was it he last did. year or the year before? Whenever it was. No, last, last year. I yeah. feel like um, Croft was pretty good last week. Yeah, he wasn't bad at all. Um, I actually feel like Croft would be a little bit better given some time. I think like if if Kevy just said, Croft, like, I just want you to be yourself, go out there, work hard, you know, do, do the simple things and your spot in the team is secure for the next month. And, you know, let him have some comfort because he's been in and out, in and out, in and out. Yeah, for um, sure. I just, I think that last week, 
given he was in the team and Milford was finally dropped, like he looked a bit more settled. Um, yep. But, you know, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, I don't he, know. We'll, he, had the we'll full, he had the full 80 with Dean by his side yeah, for the first we, time ever. But we digress. I mean, that's not the combo. Levi signed to the Bronx and I guess we'll see what, what that means. Yeah, exactly. He's straight into the team. He is, he is. We'll get into that soon. Um, Will Chambers signed the Sharks for the remainder of the season. What? Who saw that coming? I fucking did not. <laughs> I saw it on Instagram. I tagged you in it and I was like, what the fuck is this? That's the most random shit I have ever seen. Right? It is. Um, it, it's very odd. Uh, but I mean, I like it. I like the narrative that it writes. Um, he's come along and he's working alongside uh, Paul Gallen. Um, obviously, he's actually playing, though, as opposed to Gallon. Uh, it should be interesting. It should be interesting to see if he's kept his form from when he was at the Storm. Very random. Very. Um, some more signing news. We have Jackson Hastings signing the Tigers for two seasons, starting at the beginning of 2022. So he's seeing, his, um, he's seeing his career out in, or his season out in Great Britain. Um, I like it. I... I I really do like it. The I've heard some obviously there's been speculation because uh, Dewey and Brooks are both signed up until the end of 2023. Um, Dewey, in my opinion, has been a great number six. Uh, Brooks, Brooks, is, Brooks is on the way out, yeah. Yeah, you would expect so. He's been he's been hit and miss. Like he hasn't in the past couple of weeks. He hasn't been terrible. How he's, about how about this? I got a proposition for you. Yeah, shoot. Luke Brooks. To South Sydney. Adam Reynolds to the Broncos. And you can have Milford. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you Milford. I'll raise you Milford. And a bag of potato chips. Uh, salt and vinegar? Yeah, I'm, I'm cool with that. We can go salt and vinegar. I don't like and that way, vinegar. at least if Milford doesn't work out, you've still got the bag of chips. <laughs> They're basically the same, right? <laughs> nah, look, I kid, but uh, Adam Reynolds, come to the Bronx. I don't kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Um, just, yeah, it's an interesting signing. I don't, it, to me, it points to one of those two being out the door. He, they could be signing Hastings for backup, but I highly doubt that he's coming back to the Tigers or coming to the Tigers to play a backup role. Yeah, I think. I think it's very possible that uh, he does do that backup role, but I also can see if he does get us, like if he, for instance, gets uh, gets his opportunity to start and he's amazing, um, Brooks will probably be screaming to get out of there. Um, mm. Yeah, it's a, it's a weird one. His his name's been thrown around a little bit. Yeah. Um, we've also got some news just hot off the block. Uh, Momorowski has obviously uh, failed um, and has been found guilty for his high shot on did and it's going to cost him three weeks. I think it's fair to be honest. I don't know about three. I think two probably would have been, would have been suitable, but yeah. Um, didn't he, he fought it, didn't he? And that's why he Correct, ended yeah. up being three. Yeah. The, so the two, early guilty was two. I think he's an idiot. I think. How he, what was he fighting? He fucking uh, potanged him. Yeah, uh, it doesn't make sense at all. It didn't make sense to me in the slightest, but now he misses three, the dickhead. 
I was sort of weird. That was a weird choice to fight that. What were you? What were you arguing? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm like I was reading through the, uh, the the, what's it called? Oh, the report on the, the, the their, report. their argument. Their argument. Yeah, and like he was trying to get it downgraded to a um a grade one, but obviously it you you see that one picture of Dylan's face smushed <laughs> kind of gave it all the way. Yeah, yeah, I had to argue. Ah, um, Todd Payton eyeing off Townsend. Yeah, the rumor is Townsend and Dearden is what they want their halves to be next year with the cows. I think that would be a dynamite team. I don't want to lose Dearden. Um, but if Adam Reynolds signs to the Bronx, I might be okay with it as long as there's someone coming through. Yeah, fair. But I, I, I think I'm really torn on Dearden. I don't want to hijack this conversation with a Dearden combo, but yeah, just just on that real quick. Like I'm really torn on him. Like I think he's got lots of talent. You got to you got to remind yourself that he's really young. Yeah, for sure. Um, I just and maybe I have these really high standards, and I'm happy to be told, you know, shut up. But I haven't seen the Bronx, and I. I'm spitting this off the top of my head. In recent memory, in the last three, four years, okay, Katoni Staggs is probably the exception to this, sorry. Yeah. And obviously, David Fafita, who we've lost. I've already named two, so I've killed and, my own, killed my own vibe. Killed my own vibe here. Yeah. But, um, but in terms of a back, no, I'm talking about like a, a back, okay. right? like an outside back, when or a half. When was the last time that the Bronx brought someone through who was just just burst on the scene like fucking wow like like, like rookie wise yeah or just player in general like yeah someone they've brought through like i just i just see it and there's a few other teams that you're seeing it you know like we like the storm do it all the time like pappenhausen right like he's just gone fucking boom you know yeah yeah and and you know there's other clubs that have that have done similar where these guys have just you know these outside backs that have just fucking burst on the scene i just haven't seen that from the bronx yeah. And I feel like Reese Walsh, who we just lost to the Warriors, was somebody that was on that trajectory from from all reports and the little I saw of him. Um, I, I know there's probably other dudes. I just find it interesting that we haven't seen, you know, and the Bronx used to always have people coming through that were just ridiculous. Yeah, I do believe they have just recently locked up and signed someone um, who is, uh, where is it? Where's the signing news? There it is. Uh, they managed to lock up uh, Brendan Nakura. Yeah, Brendan. Yeah, he, but he, yeah. he's not a half. No, he's not. But um, there's been word that he's pretty he's damn a, amazing. Yeah, he's a back rower. He's very, very talented. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. And we're producing back rowers. I mean, shit. Look across the league. <laughs> Half the guys killing it in other clubs is came from the Broncos. A lot of, there's a lot of ex Bronx. Yeah, um, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Um, but anyway, when we're not short on back rows, I just anyway, I was just a, I was just thinking about the other day. There's, there hasn't been a lot of um, just guys that just burst on the scene in the back in the back line. There hasn't been much. Yeah. Nah, fair enough. Any other big news before we get on to the the week that was? Um. Got a couple of W's in my fantasy this week, which were one of them was unexpected. Yeah. Um, you know, in, in our in one of our comps, I beat the guy that was on top 
And I just like to point out that I totally pulled out a duck egg because you would recall for the listeners that love fantasy, I traded out a couple of high profile people last week that have that have bounced out of the squad. Yeah. And instead of replacing them with high profile people, I saved the money. I saved four hundred and thirty thousand. Yeah. So I went into the weekend with four hundred and thirty thousand in my kitty. Yeah. Brought in a couple of nobodies. A couple of ringers. And then rolled the top squad. I'm pretty happy with that. Ah, uh, yeah, I'd be, I'd be happy as well. I um, I won five of my six matches, and that's the, solid. The one that I did lose was, uh, it was only just. Would I can't been. believe you're playing in six fucking fantasy comps, mate. Well, the good thing is it's one team. Set and forget. Like, yeah, that is good. Yeah. That is good. There's like two leagues that I actually care about, and the rest of them, if I win, I win. If I lose, I lose. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to sculpt my team around who I'm versing so- there. The work one, you're not too faced. <laughs> no, I am. I am. <laughs> you want to win the work run just for bragging rights. Yeah, I do. I do. Especially <laughs> over you. <laughs> yeah, well, hey, I'm, I'm two years in a row. I'm in front of you, my friend. Yeah, you are. You are. <laughs> Anyways, let's get into the week that was, shall we? Let's Round six, done and dusted. Uh, on Thursday night, we saw uh, the kickoff round of round six. On Thursday night, we had the Broncos put in a stellar performance um, against the Panthers, but ultimately it wasn't good enough um, as they were they went down to the competition favourites 20 to 12, in which was pretty much the Broncos game. Um, I believe they were obviously it's hard to say that they were the better team, but um, I think they showed massive signs. Um, and like anyone who I think what were the Broncos up at halftime? I believe they were. They were um, yeah. Imagine cashing out early. Mm. That would have been that would have been good. Yeah, um, positive signs. I mean, Kevy kind of just kept it simple and told the team like, "This is what I need from you." Didn't yeah. didn't overplay his hand, and I guess everything that we've wished Kevy would bring to the Broncos is, I think, that week lead up the and the, the pregame. There's a there's a famous it's in infamy now about how he approached he addressed the team before that game. Yeah. where they said that he just was fucking, it was a passionate plea of just play for the jersey and play for the bloke beside you. A bit of old school yeah. you know, mentality that seemed to resonate. And that's what I felt he probably, more than anything, to be honest, his coaching chops and all that, that's what he brings to the to this team is his passion for the jersey. And and I think that's been missing. I think that the accountability, I've talked about that word in this in this club for fucking 18 months now. Yeah. Everyone, everyone that knows that listens to our pod would have heard me say it last year. He held Milford accountable and dropped him. And the team responded with the respect for what he was saying. And I liked it. I thought it was good. Um, should have won the game. I, I, I think you should have too. Um, it was, it was very close. Obviously that late Cleary try sealed the deal for the Panthers. But yeah. um, if it wasn't for that, like that score in 2012 didn't reflect the game. No, and the Bronx coming out of half time were up and yeah. for the first fifteen minutes of the second half, they had multiple sets of six on the Panthers line. Yeah. And just dumb just dumb shit cost us. And that's you know, Asako had such a good game, but yet at the same time had such a shit game in my eyes. Like people will see all the, the good kick returns and he made some good meters or whatever, and that's great. I totally credit that. But then he kicks it on the first tackle. Yeah. With, with 10 meters off their line, he runs off to the right. And instead of fucking taking the tackle, he kicks it. Yeah. It was um, a bit what? off. What? 
It was very odd. I there was like, just a lot of stupid shit like that. Looking at the scoreline and how it went, um, the Panthers uh, didn't score between the 25th minute and the 77th minute. Um, Crazy. Score a try, that is. And yeah. to, to say it's that a, against the Broncos, that is... That's the best team in the comp. Yeah, exactly. And they mm. went 50 minutes trialless against what people were expecting the Wooden Spooners to be. Yeah. Yep. Impressive, impressive. Um, it was was it 12 all at halftime? Sorry? Uh, no, it was... You were up. You were up... Um, six, seven? No. Uh, eight to six. Right. Yeah, eight to six, because clearly misses the first goal. No. How did we get to twelve then? Nah, it was it was no, it was Oh no, sorry, yeah, you were twelve. It was twelve to It was twelve all. No. Cause the it's Panthers a... missed Oh no, so it was twelve ten. It was twelve ten. Yeah, okay, there it is. Yeah, it was twelve ten, sorry. I had to look at it. Trying to do math. Yeah, yeah, well, <laughs> not my strong point at this time of night. No, we've got um, to pay the math budget. Yeah, no, nah, twelve ten at half. Yeah, but we should, as I say, we had so many opportunities in the first 15, 20 minutes of the second half. We could have easily skipped out, and you know, been on twenty odd ourselves, and that's a different game. Yeah, exactly. Um, the good teams get the wins, mate, even when the chips are down. So you got to give Penrith credit, but um, yeah, for sure, proud of the Bronx. It's the first time that we've shown some fight for a long, long time. So hopefully, we can. Flow that on to this week. That'd be yeah. good. Um, it'd be good to see. And I just want to quickly mention that uh, Cleary put on the uh, 124 fantasy points. He'd be your um, golden D-bag this week, I'd imagine. We'll see. Golden D! I don't want to crush, I don't want to crush your um, segment, but I think it's pretty obvious that if it's not clear, I don't know who it is. All right. Anyway, well, game two. Um, first, yeah, the first game on Friday, we had... Uh, the Knights beat the Sharks in the Battle of the Brailies, 26-22. I really enjoyed this game. Yeah, I tipped the Sharks. Do you know what? I tipped the Sharks and I don't remember tipping the Sharks. I was watching the game going, fuck yeah, the Knights have got this. So I'm back the Knights. <laughs> and then the game ended. I went into my tips and went, what the fuck? Yeah. yeah. Someone's, someone messed with my tips. I was like 100% certain that I'd back the Knights, hey? <laughs> I, um, I, I was play the tape. Play the tape from last week. Did I back the Knights? <laughs> Um, I'm gonna have to, we'll have to check it. We're going to yeah, have to check it. We'll have to. Anyway. Um, yeah, Battle Good of Brailies, I, I think that they both went really well for this game. Um, you see that lovely photo with the family afterwards. Yeah, it was um, cool. It would have been interesting. I think it was the first time they played each other. Yeah, it was. Because last season, uh, Jaden was injured while Blake played on. Um, the second game on Friday, we had the Storm beat the Roosters 20-4. to um, The Storm... Defense. This, game was, this game was shit. Yeah, to watch. Yeah, we all yeah. expected it to be like game of the round. Um, but it, the Storm just, they, their defensive plays just, um, yeah, the Roosters couldn't break through it. There was a 10 minute, 15 minute period in this game where neither team completed a set. Yeah. It was, it was actually fucking disgusting. They just kept dropping the ball. There was some good hits. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of commitment and there was good, good effort in, in defense, but yeah. it wasn't a good game. It wasn't a good game to watch at all. Yeah. I, and one thing that came out of this game was um, a lot of controversy around the, uh, I, th- I believe the storm officials have been put on, put on notice due to a couple of head knocks that they just purely didn't like, bring them off to oh really yeah to assess them yeah 
Um, I remember reading, I don't know if I was reading or listening to it on NRL, um, one of the NRL TV things. Yeah. But yeah, the like uh, Harry Grant got knocked out on the field and then stood up about a couple of seconds later and mm. waddled around and then went on to score a try. Um, and <laughs> the same thing happened, I think, I don't know if it was this match or it might have been a couple of weeks ago with Munster um, pretty much getting knocked out. He left the field um, under HIA, but he just kind of, he went back on and just kept playing. Like he, mm. they didn't actually take him off again. Didn't he pass uh, HIA then though? No, he didn't actually, like he left the field for like maybe 20 seconds and he was standing on the sideline and then went back on. Oh, yeah, that's so, weird. Very confusing. But I do, I know that the, the Storm officials are under review for it. So it, um, it hasn't missed the mm, guys. Still explain to me how the fuck Bellamy and I'm not, look, he's the super coach and I'm the super nobody. But seriously, Harry Grant, how is he not just playing 80 minutes? Having Brandon Smith in there at all is fucking ridiculous. I'm sorry, Brandon, but Harry Grant has about three gears more than you do. You're right. He, you're right. He just he fucking destroyed the Roosters when he came on there, and he, they looked like they went from being boring to watch for a period there, struggling. To there was a ten minute period with Harry that was just like bang, bang, bang. Like he was, man, he was fucking unreal. Yeah, he was pretty great, but I mean they're still winning, so. Yeah, well that's if, the, if that's an argument. Broke, don't but, fix it. Well, yeah. Just because you've always done this, and you have to keep doing it. I think Harry should be there all the time. He's he's too good not to be. Yeah, maybe they're just nursing him back into it after his injury. I don't know. Yeah, what has been like three weeks now? Yeah, look, if if Bellamy's not going to play you the full eighty, Harry, like we will, mate, come to the Bronx. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, um, the first game on Saturday, uh, the kickoff Super Saturday, we saw mainly. Go big against the Titans, being them 36 nil. I, I cannot imagine that anyone got this tip right. Tommy Turbo. Yeah, absolutely phenomenal game. He, um, coming back from that injury, just really, um, you expected them to kind of ease him in, and uh, he went, yeah, zero to 100 real quick. He was, um, he was so good. It's, 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 Unbelievable. <laughs> let's let's talk about the Titans though. Yeah. All that attack power and scoring a donut. Couldn't score a point. It was crazy. Yeah, I um I don't even I mate, I've got nothing to say. I was fucking blown away by this. Yeah. Manly just they completed pretty well. I think they completed high. I'm just having a quick look now. They completed eighty six percent. Yeah. The Titans only completed sixty eight percent. That's you're gonna that's, you're doing it tough if you're completing 68%. Yeah, for um, sure. Their run meters and post-contact meters weren't massively different. Um, offloads, you know, wasn't much different. Total passes wasn't much different. Kick meters was terrible. The kicking game from the Titans was really ordinary. Um, yeah. Yeah, but, mate, I don't. I got nothing. 14 errors from the Titans, but... Fuck, Manly looked unbelievable. They look like a top eight team. Yeah, they do. They do now. Um, just like with DCE and Turbo together, they they're scary, man. They are really scary. They do connect quite well, don't they? Yeah. Um, the second game on Saturday, we, Ooh. in my opinion, was game of the round. Um, and not just because of a bias, but 
I honestly believe it was game of the round. Um, we saw the Rabbitohs only just managed to get the win over the Tigers in Golden Point, eighteen to fourteen. In which th- this game had had me like up and down, up and down, up and down. I came into the game thinking that we we're going to get walloped by fifty points or something. Yeah, the sweats um, on at the end of this one, didn't you? I really did. Like, I was on the edge of my seat. I was like, "Hold on, what? Wait, what? Wait, what? Wait, what? What? What's this? <laughs> what is this happening?" Um, and don't get me started on the, ang- <laughs> on the anger that I felt uh, against the um, the the referees for not pulling up Mitchell on the the kick. Um, I don't I, know that it was that bad. No, I. I do, I do. It's like, what if, what if I was to go and try and kick someone in the head? Miss, I miss, but mm. I still went to kick him in the head. If he kicked him in the head, he'd be gone for six weeks. Yeah, but that's like saying that. That's why there's attempted murder and murder, right? <laughs> you, you still get sent to jail for both. Correct, but the punishment is far different. Is my point. Yeah, the punishment for this is zero. He's facing the True. judiciary this week purely for an elbow to Nofaluma. All right, my murder one's not a good, not a good <laughs> comparison. Let me think about it for a second. But I don't look. I don't, don't look. I'm a fucking. I fucking hate Latrell. I think he's a cockhead. Yeah. I think he's a talented footballer, and I think he's probably a really good bloke. Just to, like in general. Yeah. But on the football field, he's a cockhead. Yeah, for sure. He can't get out of his own way. He's so arrogant that it's just beyond a joke. I just, he's so talented. Just play football. Yeah, he's extremely talented. The way that he managed to get out of um, the end goal and... Ooh, I'll pull you up there. He didn't touch the sideline. I felt like he did. Nah, I'm a Tigers fan and I think like when they replayed it, when it first happened, I was like, oh, he just, he, go back to that. Go look at that. I thought his heel was on the touchline. Yeah, okay. Mm. Um... I was well, surprised yeah, I didn't look at it. As I said, there was so much controversy in this game. It was ridiculous. It was a messy um, one. It was a very messy game, but I I believe that it was such an entertaining game, um, which is why I believe it's game of the round. Uh, that that finish in golden point, we saw uh, Tom Burgess break through the Tigers line and um, put the ball down over the try line. Let's just say that. And... Um, playing to yeah, playing to the whistle. Uh, Brooks picked the ball up, ran the full uh, hundred meters, and scored. Mm. And it was this, the try was given to the Tigers. It was obviously take, taken away after they looked at the uh, the try by Burgess. I think, yeah, I I think that probably two years ago, three years ago, that try could have gone either way because they were super like. If that, yeah, depending on who was in the bunker that 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 week, mm. I believe could have changed it because if that was a Broncos scoring that try, they would have disallowed it. Yeah, exactly. That's what I said. Like it all depends on who's in the bunker. Yeah, South definitely get the rub of the green. Yeah, but I I personally thought it was a try. Yeah, well, when yeah when they played it again, I believed it was a try as well, and I really mm. felt sorry for Madge up in the box. He's like. He's cheering on Brooks that he thinks he did it. They mm. go back to looking at it. He's on the edge of his seat, and then he realizes they knew, they knew straight away, didn't they? Yeah. As soon as he realized that it was, put, um, it was a try. Then it was yeah, it was all over. 
But mm. I, as, I, as I was saying before, began of the round, I've really enjoyed the way the Tigers played in this game. Um, yeah, I think you're the unluckiest team, really. It's like you've only got, what, the one win? Yeah. But I think you're better than a team that's that's one and five. Like, I honestly, I think it's, yeah, I think it's definitely not as grim as what it kind of looks on paper at the moment. I think you guys have been really competitive. You've had a couple of games where you've just not turned up. The guys yeah. haven't gotten out of bed. But your team in general is is better than one and five, definitely. Yeah. Uh, hopefully we can bounce back this week against Manly. Uh, hopefully we can finish ninth. It's going to be. Yeah, hopefully. I'd be happy with ninth. <laughs> we were 14th. Oh, we were like 10th last season. Yeah. Or 11th well, or whatever it was. You're 15th at the moment. I think one of your issues is your foreign against is not too pretty. Yeah. Because Just having a look now, your are Where is it? It was the Roosters game. We're like plus seven. Oh, minus 70 or something. Oh yeah, you're minus seventy. Yeah. Oh, it's not as it's not it's not as horrendous as I thought. The doggies, on the other hand, that's fucking horrendous. Yeah, they went. Yeah, if they beat us purely on, um, they've got more wins than for and for and against is going to be yeah sad. <laughs> Anyways, let's let's keep going. Let's keep going. Um, the final game on Super Saturday, we had the Eels put the hurt on the Raiders, thirty-five to ten. Um, and we'll get in the team list soon, but the big name's been dropped and. We will talk about that. Um, what are your thoughts on Raiders at 13th now? No, I still don't think they're 13th. No? No. Okay. They're 9th right now. They're 3-3. Three and three. Yeah. And the other thing I'd like to point out for the Raiders, like they played Parramatta. Yep. They played Penrith. Yep. They've played the Titans. Yeah. Who beat them? I mean, who have they beat? They played Cronulla. Yeah. And they've played the Tigers. So they beat the Tigers. Yeah. But outside of the Tigers and the Warriors, so out of the six games, four of them are top eight teams. That's my point. Okay. Okay. So they've beaten the Tigers. Yeah. They beat... Where are we? Week two. Uh, week two, they beat Cronulla. Week three, they lost to the Warriors that they shouldn't have lost. Mm-hmm. And that was 34-31. So they lost by three. Yep. Um, then they beat Titans, who, I don't know, depends which week, but the Titans were pretty hot there for a couple of weeks. Yep. Certainly not on the weekend. <laughs> then they got beat by Penrith. I mean, everyone's getting beat by Penrith. Yep. And then they lost to Power. So the, the concerning part would be the score lines to those two teams. They lost 30, 30 to 10 and 35 to 10. Yep. That's the concerning part. But I, I again, I've, the four of the six teams they've played are, are top eight teams. Okay. Okay. We'll, um, we'll come back to it in another couple of weeks. Got, who have they got this week? they got the Cowboys. Now, if they lose to the Cowboys, then that, that changes everything. But I, okay. I, can't, I can't see that happening. Well, we'll talk about it next week. Um, yeah, that was, it was a game. Um, the Eels clearly wanted it more. Um, they're a better. They're a better team across the park. The the Raiders have got a few questions. Yeah, for sure. Um, Isaiah Papali'i is just he's killing it. He he's was a beast. Killing it. He boy. got a double, didn't he? He did. He Good did. on him. Big man got a double. Raiders defense was horrible. Yeah, for sure. And I think they're really missing chance too. So that's another. Oh, yeah. Thing. Mm. Um, first game on Sun Sunday, uh, we saw the Warriors get the W over the Dragons, twenty to fourteen. Um, finally bring the Dragons back down to reality a little bit. Um, but in saying that, they 
still played pretty well. Um, it took a 40 of 40 completion, 100% completion rate to knock over the Dragons by six. So I'd, I'd, the Dragons, the, the Warriors played damn good footy. Yeah. Um, had all the ball. With a 100% completion rate, you would expect them to get a bigger score there, though. Wait, why does the NRL statistics say 40 of 41 sets? I'm not sure. But they're it says, wrong because it says, been 98, it says 98% completion. This is on the NRL app. That's nah, weird. That's got to be wrong because they've been, they've already titled it. Yeah. Hmm. Crazy. They played, yeah, they played an insane game of footy. So to lose that one, the Dragons, I'd, I mean, most teams lose that one. Yeah, exactly. Um, and the final game of the round, we had the Cowboys beat the Doggies 30 to 18. Um, you reckon Valentine Holmes is finally worth his paycheck? Nope. No, still no? Okay. I don't think he's worth his paycheck yet. I think he's showing good signs. Yeah. Um, he certainly played good on the weekend. Yeah, for sure. He's improved a lot um, since coming back to the NRL. I think he came back a bit chunky and wasn't really ready to be running because obviously you need to put on some weight in the NFL. Um, mm. But yeah, I am really really happy to see him playing some good footy. I don't like the Cowboys, but um, I'm glad that Holmes is enjoying his footy now. Yeah. Yeah, I thought they played pretty well overall as a team. They, it wasn't the most exciting game. There was a few tries scored, which was good. The Doggies are fucking terrible. Like, yeah. honestly, if they don't change, like, I can't see how they win a game. Yeah, they um, they've lost against the teams that they were at the bottom of the ladder at that time or close to the bottom of the ladder. Mm. Um, yeah. So they've, had, they've lost some opportunities there. They're pretty ordinary. They are. Um, but that was the week that was. And as I do still need to do something, I will give out a little award. <laughs> this week, this week, mm. the Golden D goes to a man who put in a phenomenal 72 minutes on the field. Um, he had one try, two try assists, two line breaks, Two line break assists, four tackle breaks, and... I know who you're giving it to. <coughs> most importantly, the, he didn't get... the Northern get, Bitches. Most importantly, he did not get Dugan's. This week, the Golden D goes to, goes to none other than Tom Trebojevic. Stitch up. Absolute stitch up, you reckon? Fucking oath. Are you serious? Yeah. Turbo See? was awesome, but you're talking about Nathan, Nathan Cleary, mate. Yeah, against the Broncos. What are you talking about? Manly put on a performance against the Titans. Oh, they did. Don't get me wrong. He was inspiring, but like... Keeping them to zero. And I... I mean, it's it's obviously it's my award to give out. And I believe that Tom <laughs> Trevojevic had the better... Uh, the best game of the, of the round. Nathan Cleary, one try, one try assist. Um... Four tackle breaks, one line break, two line break assists, 29 tackles. It's not a whole lot different, if kicked anything. All, kicked all the goals. Yeah, I mean, Turbo doesn't kick goals. And didn't he even kick a two-pointer? He did. And stood up at the end when it matters. Yeah. Well, actually, no, Turbo... He- Turbo was awesome. It's it's all good. Turbo was awesome. I'm just I'm just I'm just ripping you. Um, but you know, 
Cleary, if you're listening, you got a case for being you got a case for being robbed. Uh, we all know my feelings about Nathan Cleary. <laughs> Which yeah. leads me to the first game on Thursday, the twenty second of April. The whole Cleary family, that is. Panthers versus the Knights at Blue Bet Stadium. Interesting. Blue Bet Stadium. I'll get into it. You good? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Stephen Crichton at the back with Charlie Staines and Brian Toto on the wings. Paul Morofsky was named, but will be replaced um, with Matt Burton in the centres. Jerome Luai and Nathan Cleary. Moses Leota and James Fisher-Harris are up front with Mitch Kenny in the dummy half role. Viliami Kikau, Kurt Capewell, Isaiah Yo is your 13. Off the bench, or interchange, sorry, is Tyrone May, Spencer Linu. Matt Eisenhuth and Liam Run It Straight Martin. Now, just a really quick <laughs> shout out. You knew it was coming. Philly Army, fucking pussycat on the weekend. Yeah, TPJ had him. Hey, Pangai gave it to him. He was good. <laughs> that's what we. That's what we need from Pangai. Anyway, not once every fucking two years though. We need it like every week. Um, the Knights, Kalen Ponger at the back, Stafford Toa and Braden Musgrove on the wings. Uh, Tuala and Best in the centres with Kurt Mann and Blake Green in the halves. Clemmer and Saifidi up front with Rayleigh in the nine jersey. Tyson Frizzell, Mitch Barnett and Connor Watson round out the 13. You got Sue in 14, Saifidi Jacob, that is, in the 15, Josh King, 16, and Brody Jones in the 17 jersey. Um, Dollar 12. Panthers six dollars fifty. The Knights. Um, they've played. They've played thirty six times. They have Panthers fifteen. Newcastle nineteen with two draws. Most recently, they met for a fourteen fourteen draw in May last year. When no one, Matt Burton couldn't land it, and um, I don't remember who the number nine, the number six was for. No, number seven for, for Knights that time. Um, I do want to say, though, just quickly, um, in the reserves, you do have the likes of Appy Corusau, Dylan Edwards. Um, so if Dylan Edwards is actually good to go, they will definitely bring him to fullback and Stephen Crichton takes his position back in the centres. Yeah, for sure. I think it's pretty likely that there's, obviously there's going to be changes. Um, yeah, well, there have to be. Yeah, it's pretty likely there's a couple there that will... Um... It will change things. Good to see Ipe back if when he gets back in there. Yeah, for sure. Um, got, a bit, got a feel for um, Kenny a little bit because he's he's done a good job. He has. He's um he's kept them undefeated. Um, who you got? Panthers. Yeah. Yeah, I think the Knights might give him a nudge, but um, I think the the Panthers got a little wake up call against the Bronx, and I think they'll be better this week. Yeah, fair. Um, it's good to see Pong bounce back to his bit of form. Yeah, bounce back to form. Um, I got the Panthers too for that game. First game on Saturday, we oh, oh sorry, on Friday, I'm getting ahead of myself. Um, we have the Titans versus the Bunnies at Seabus. Um, thought about going to see this game. It was a it was a thought, that's all it was. Um, the Titans are lining up with Alexander Brimson at the back, Anthony Don and Corey Thompson on the wings, Brian Kelly and Patrick Herbert in the centers. Um, the halves are Ash Taylor and Jamal Fogarty. Uh, the forwards consist of Jared Wallace, Mitch Rain, Mo Fodawaka, Kevin Proctor, Dave Fafida, and Tyrone Peachy. Uh, Mo Fodawaka comes into the side with the 
uh, suspension of Tino Fasua Malaawi, the interchange, Aaron Clark, Jamin Joloff, Sam Lasone, and Sam McIntyre. The Rabbitohs, however, with the with the ban of Luttrell, um, we see Alex Johnson taking the fullback role, uh, the wings, Dan Gagai and Jackson Paulo, uh, the centres, Stephen Masters and Campbell Graham. The halves, you got Flykick Walker and Adam Reynolds, uh, who kicked his... No, he didn't kick his second. He almost kicked his second. No, he did kick his second. He kicked his... Yeah, he kicked his second uh, 20... A two-point field goal on the weekend, um, which brought them to tie with the Tigers. Um, the forwards are Thomas Burgess, Damian Cook, Tavita Totola, Keon Kalomatongi, who takes the starting side, um, Jaden Sewer and Cam Murray. The interchange, Benji Marshall, Mark Nichols, Liam Knight, and Jai Arrow. Um, Jacob Post was dropped for um, Kalomatongi to start. Yep, saw that coming. Who you got? Um, oh, also, Mansell's got a hamstring injury, which is why the back line looks a bit different. I think it's a tricky one, to be honest, because the Titans coming off a 36-0 drubbing. Yeah. Um, they'll have to be better this week, surely. But yeah. um, Tino, big Tino missing, so certainly a big out for them. It is um, at Seabus as well. It is at Seabus too. I'm going to go Rabbits, just because I think they've got the better team across the park. But if Titans won, I, I wouldn't... Yeah, it wouldn't blow my mind. Yeah, I'm tipping the Titans for this game. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I believe just being a Seabus um, and the the Rabbitohs, not saying Latrell is like the reason they're winning, but he's a reason they're winning. Um, I think no Latrell hurts them. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, second game Friday night, the Parramatta Eels come up against the Broncos um, for the second time this season, which I find is bizarre. Um, <laughs> It's round seven, and we've already we're already playing them twice. So I think that's really strange. Yeah. Um, this one's in Darwin, which is kind of cool. It's a fair drive. Um, yeah, I'm not I'm not going <clears> this one. Okay. <laughs> uh, Parallel, they've got Gutho at the back with Sivo um, and Ferguson on the wings. Opacic and Niakore in the centres. Dylan Brown and Mitch Moses are your halves. Um, RCG up front with Junior Paulo, who's been a beast. Reed Marnie, who's killing it in nine jersey. Um, Sean Lane, Isaiah Papali'i's in the starting squad with Nathan Brown. Off the interchange, you've got Kafusi, Will Smith, uh, Wiramu Grigg, and Bryce Cartwright is in the 17. Um, the Bronx, a couple of changes. Uh, Asako at the back, Xavier Coates on the wing with Corey Oates, Coates and Oates on the wings. Again, Herbie comes back into the centers with David Mead also in the four jersey. Uh, Brody Croft and Tom Dearden uh, remain in the halves. Matt Lodge, Payne Haas up front with Terps in the nine jersey. Lexi in 11, um, Tavita in 12, and Carrigan in 13. Then you've got the new kid on the block, Denny Levi in 14, Flegler 15, Ethan Bullimore in 16, and Jordan Rickey is the 17 jersey. Um, John Asiata misses out. Yeah, poor guy. I'm surprised. I'm really surprised by that. Yeah, I think he's been great off the bench. Mm. <clears throat> to be honest, like I probably would have had him in front of Flegler. I think Flegler was fucking shithouse last week, to be honest. I feel like <laughs> he frustrated me. He frustrated me last week. I know he, I know he's got plenty of ability, but he was 
he fucking gave away a penalty and then he fucking dropped it and he was just and he's the reason that they went through and scored that try you know and he he rushed out of the line fucking missed everyone completely he'd just come on the field too yeah and they he, just ran straight past him like that was just ridiculous i think he's been spending a bit too much time around lodge um and picking <laughs> up on those uh those i guess errors in his game and because i don't rate lodge at all um i yeah i think he's like i think him and lodge are pretty close to being the same sort of player at the moment interesting very interesting. I um, yeah, he hasn't done a lot this year, Flagler. I don't. I don't think he's taken a leap. I think he might have even gone backwards at this point. Yeah. Um, he played twenty-seven minutes last <coughs> weekend, and um, he had seven hit-ups for seventy-seven meters, um, which wasn't bad, and um, he had thirty-one post-contact meters. So on that front, he was fine. Made fourteen tackles. So the work, the work rate was there, but um, yeah, it didn't show some of the stuff that doesn't show in the stats. Yeah, cost the errors for sure. Um, I'm guessing you've got the Eels this one. I think the Eels have got the wood over us in the last couple of years. I do think that if we can play like we did last week, we'll give them a we'll give them a crack. Um, but I just yeah, it's hard to go past Barrow. I think that they're um they're the better team. Yeah, for sure. I think having Dylan Brown back as well, um, and Will Smith drops out of the side. I think that the Eels are going to go on with it. I do, however, think that um. If the Eels have one of their games where they just um, beat themselves, obviously the Broncos will take advantage of that. And I think the Broncos can win this game. Um, but I am back in the Eels. Yeah. Well, I just, I got questions. Like, what's going on with the draw? The it's, draw is the yeah. draw is a fucking mess. We played Parramatta in round one and the Titans in round two. Now we're playing Parramatta in round seven. <coughs> And then we play the Titans in round eight. Yeah. I like, couldn't tell you. It's retarded. We've had a really tough draw, really. Like, other than the Dogs. Like, we've played the Bulldogs. That's our only win, right? Yeah. But this is the teams we've played outside of the Dogs. Coming into this week, we've got Parramatta this week, right? Keep in mind, we've got Parramatta this week. Yeah. We got we had Parramatta in round one, Titans in round two. Then we had the Dogs. Then we've had the Storm, the Rabbits, and the Panthers. Yeah. So we've played first, we've played first, second, third, and where are the rabbits sitting? Third? We've literally played first, second, third, and fourth, and we're about to play third twice. <laughs> Ridiculous. What a, what a fucking nightmare. Yeah. Yeah, the, um, anyway. the draw is not friendly for you. Um, we have the second game on Saturday. We have the Sharks up against the Doggies. Um, which I believe this could be a, a cracker of a game. Uh, the Sharks are lining up with William Kennedy at the back. Uh, the wings are Hiroti and Connor Tracy is actually on the wing this week. Uh, Josh Dugan and Jesse Ramian in the centres. The halves are Matt Moylan and Chad Townsend. Um, the forwards consist of uh, Braden hamlin Ueli, Blake Braley in the nine jersey, Aaron Woods in the 10. And to round out the forwards, you have Britton Nakora, who's back from suspension. Um, Teague Wilton and Toby Rudolph, the interchange. Billy Magulius, the man himself, Sean Johnson, making his return via the bench. Uh, Jack, Jack Williams and Talakai as well. Uh, the reserves, you got Will Chambers down there. Hey. He very well could play. Um, and I think 
Probably, I don't know if Johnson actually does make his return from the bench. I think he might start and Moylan drops to the bench. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see. Because you can't take Kennedy out. You can't put Moylan at fullback for Kennedy. Oh, they've done it before. Yeah, but Kennedy's been playing amazing this year. Yeah. He doesn't deserve to be dropped straight away. Um, the doggies are lining up with DWZ at the back, Nick Kotrick and um, Katoa on the wings. Uh, is this Katoa's first game back? Um, sure. I don't know. Uh, the centers, Will Hopawade and Corey Allen. Uh, the halves, Jake Avarillo and Kyle Flanagan. I think this is the first time I've read out the Bulldogs' names all year. Yeah, right. um, the forwards are Dylan Napa, Sione Katoa in the hooking role, Luke Thompson in the 10. And to round out the forwards, you have Adam Elliott, Chris Smith, and Corey Waddell. The interchange, Bradley Dietz, uh, Atoni, Ava, Siu, Manafunga. Wait, is he back? Oh, that makes me happy. I haven't seen him play since the, he was at the Tigers ages ago. <laughs> oh, look at him. See you, Manafungi. Oh, I can't wait to see him play. Um, and Matt Drury. <laughs> Oh, uh, calm that, down, sweetheart. That made me happy. Poor Nick Meany is uh, in the reserves. Man, Ava. He was a uh, shark. Sorry, he went from the Tigers to the Sharks and then I guess maybe the Super League? Unless he was just like injured or something. Um, where you been, man? Where you been? Yeah, he was at... Um, He went to Leeds. There you go. Oh, yeah. Uh, who you got? Sharks? Um, Man, I can't wait to see him play. I'm so happy. I, I feel <laughs> like the dogs are going to be better this week, but yeah, I'll go Sharks. Yeah, fair. Um, I will also go the Sharks. I don't know if... Yeah, the dogs, I don't know where how they win a game, honestly. The Sharks would have to be off their game. Maybe Ava, CM and a fun guy comes in. Maybe. Maybe. Um, who you got? Sharks? Yeah, Sharkies. Yeah. Um, last game, Super Saturday, Cowboys versus the Raiders. Um, this one's up in Queensland Country Bank Stadium. The Raiders are favourites. The The Cowboys have got Valentine Holmes at the back with uh, Felt and Tulagi on the wings with Limilu and O'Neill in the centres. Drinkwater partners, Hampton in the halves, Cohen Hess in the eight jersey, Reese Robson in nine, Jordan McLean in ten with Shane Wright, Ben Condon, and Lachlan Burr rounds out the 13. Your interchange is Granville, Dunn, uh, Frankie Molo, and Corey Jensen. Um, the Raiders have got Caleb Akins at the back with Sebastian Chris on one wing and Jordan Rapana on the other. Um, Jared Croker and Curtis Scott are your centres. Whiten and Williams, six and seven. Ryan James gets a start in the eight jersey. Uh, Starling in nine, and Emre Gula is in the 10. Um, Young, Whitehead, and Sutton round out the 13. And your interchanges, Havili, Harawira Naira, uh, Horsburgh, and Papa, Papalihi is off the bench. Yeah, big Josh dropped to the bench. Interesting. A few changes. It's obviously, Starling coming in is an obvious one. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, Ricky's not mucking around. No, and I think, um, I think the Raiders are going to do this. I think the Raiders are going to get the W for this one. Yeah, I'm backing them too. I think Ricky will give them an absolute fucking gobful this week and they'll um, they'll come out and perform. Yeah. Um, but as you said, if the Cowboys do uh, beat them, 
you're going to be changing your mind a little bit, a little bit about where they finished on the at the end of the year. No, no, okay. I think they'll still be down the bottom regardless. Yeah, fair. It's good to see Corey um, Horsra back though. Um, the rage and ranger himself. Looking forward to seeing him play. Yeah, definitely. All right, we have the first game on Sunday at one forty-five Anzac Day. Um, we have the West Tigers versus the Manly Sea Eagles. Um, man, man, oh man. All right. Dane Laurie in the fullback role, uh, David Nofaluma and Tommy Talau on the wings. Uh, James Roberts in the centre, along your boy, Michael Cheekham, in the other centre role. Um, the halves, Adam Dewey and Luke Brooks. The forwards are James Tamo. Jake Simpkin gets to keep that starting side. Uh, sorry, that starting role. Um, Stefano Utuakamano in the 10 jersey also continues to start. Um, Joe Ofengawi. Luciano Lelua and Alex Twall to round out the forwards. Uh, the interchange is Moses Zembai, Luke Garner, Alex Safarth, and Zane Musgrove. The, the Seagulls lining up with pretty much the same team as last week. Uh, Tom Tavoyevich at the back, the reigning Golden D winner. The wings are Jason Saab and Ruben Garrick. The centres, Brad Parker and Morgan Harper. I think Morgan Harper also had a pretty good game as well last week. Mm. Um, the halves, Kieran Foran and DCE. Uh, the forwards consist of Taniela Paseca, Lachlan Croker in the hooking role, uh, Marty Tapao in the 10, uh, Haumole Olakauatu. <laughs> Why are you putting on such an accent? I, that's, I don't know. <laughs> Just kind of happens. Um, <laughs> Josh Schuster in the 12 and Jake Trojevich in the 13. The interchange is Kate Cust, Josh Alloyer, Sean Kepi, and um, Sipley as well. The I'm really, really happy to see Josh Schuster get the dual position on NRL Fantasy as well. He was originally <laughs> a half and now he is a, a middle and half. Yeah, fair. Who you got? Oof. It's hard if you're going to have recency bias. Look at me in the eyes and tell me who you got. Tigers. Same. Same. I think, yeah. I think them be- I think Manly beating the Titans was a bit of a bit of an odd one. Yeah, like, I, just, I think my only my only caveat to it is that the um the Tigers have to actually turn up like they have for the most part this year. They've had one or two games where they just didn't turn up. Yeah. I think if they do that, they'll struggle against yeah. the, the Eagles because I think they'll be towel up. But um, if the Tigers play like for the most part they have been, they, they win. Yeah. I agree. I agree. All right. Roosters-Dragons is the four o'clock game on Sunday. So note there's three games on Sunday this week. Yep. Um, Tedesco at the back with Tupo and Morris on the wings. You've got Morris and Manu in the centres with Hutchinson and Walker in the halves. Isaac Liu in the eight jersey with Takiaho up front and Sam Verrills returns in the nine jersey. Um, Crichton, Tupanua and Radley round out the 13. Um, Benjamin Marsh is in the 14 jersey with Warrior Hargreaves, Nat Butcher and Lindsay Collins round out your interchange. Um over at the Dragons, Dufty at the back with Ramsey and Ravalawa um, <coughs> on the wings. 
Jack Bird and Lomax in the centers. That's a really formidable center pairing. It really way. is. Um, Corey Norman and Clude in the halves with Blake Laurie, Andrew McCulloch, and Paul Vaughan. Um, Josh Kerr in the 11, Tarek Sims in 12, and uh, Fui Mayano in the 13. Interchange, Kate Ellis, Joshy Maguire, Daniel Alvaro, and Raiden Williami. First game for Josh Maguire back in the, uh, in the Dragon, in the Red Bay. No, he played last week. Did he? Yep. Huh. My he played apologies. really good. Yeah, he played last week. Okay. I'm just triple checking, but I'm almost 100% sure he did. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, he played, no, yeah you're right. he played 57 minutes, had 45 fantasy points. Yeah, it's because I didn't watch the game live that I forgot that he played. All good. Um, who you got, Roosters or Dragons? Uh, I think the Roosters are going to get up for this. They have Sam Verrills back, which is a huge in, um, and they're going to want to do something after that loss against uh, Storm last week. Um, I think Dragons can definitely put it to them. And it, this is the exact same game that saw the the Roosters uh, lose Sam Verrills and Victor Adley last year um, on this exact same week and game. Mm. Uh, but No curse? Yeah, I hope not. <laughs> yeah, I think the Roosters get the win. Yeah, for sure. Um, and the last game of the round, we see the Melbourne Storm versus the New Zealand Warriors. Um, <clears throat> the Storm are lining up with Nico Hines in the fullback role due to an injured um, Pappenhausen. Josh, uh, George Jennings and Josh Adokar on the wings. The centres, Remus Smith and Justin granite Ollum. The halves are Cam Munster and Jerome Hughes. The forwards consist of Jesse Bromwich. Brandon Smith starting in the hooking role. Uh, Christian Welsh in the 10. Felice Cafusi, Kenny Bromwich, and Nelson Asofat-Solomona. Uh, the interchange, Harry Grant, uh, Tui Kamikamika, uh, Tom Eisenhuth, and Dale Fanukin. It's a, it's a strong team. Uh, the Warriors consist of RTS at the back. That's Roger Tuivasa-Shek. Uh, David Fusatua and Ken Mamalo on the wings. Marcelo Montoya and Jack Murchie in the centres. The halves, Cody Nicarima and Sean O'Sullivan, who has been really good for them. Uh, the forwards are Jermaine Tanoa Brown, Wade Egan in the hooking role, Kane Evans, Josh Curran, Ben Murdoch Masilla, big BMM, and Torhu Harris in the 13 role. Uh, the interchange, Jazz Tavanga, Bunty Afoa, Leeson Armour, and Bailey Sirenen. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Um, good to see Josh Curran still starting in that uh, 11, 11 jersey. I'm curious to know how long he keeps it, purely for my fantasy aspect. Uh, but who you got for this game? Um, I think the Storm, but I think the Warriors could, could give him a shake, eh? Yeah, they tend to step up on Anzac Day. I, yeah, I'm... I'm not against the Warriors getting the win there. I feel like there's going to be a lot of passion in the air this week. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, I think the Warriors will definitely give them a shake. I, I think the Storm get the win, but... Yeah. Um, I don't know if we mentioned, but uh, in that Bruce's Dragons game, uh, Ben Hunt is in the reserves, coming back from a broken leg. So oh, good. Can't be too far off. Yeah, nice. Very good. Um, 
that wraps it up. Before we go, I just thought I'd mention this because I was just doing a little research for folks. We were talking about the, the um, scheduling this year. Yeah. I think it's pretty ordinary. Um, and I'm going to say this because I'm a Broncos fan. So I'll put the bias in and take the bias out either way. Um, we have the go by, going by the analysis. This is one of the articles from November last year when it was first released. Yeah. The draw, that is. According to the draw, based on strength of opponents, the Broncos have the most difficult fixture list of all teams for 2021. Wow. We are playing against seven of the eight finalists from the 2020 season twice. That's insane. No other team in the competition will play um, any more than six of the top eight last year twice. Yeah. Um, and the Knights and the Titans have the easiest and second easiest schedule. The Knights have the easiest they only played 10 games total against top eight teams from last season. That's insane. The Broncos, just for um, for benefit of, of that, play 15. Um, crazy. And the, the other crazy thing, I'm just looking at the, the toughness. So the Dogs also have a really tough draw. Yeah. Um, Storm, Roosters, Raiders, Rabbits. The easiest is Knights, Titans, Cowboys, Panthers. Interestingly, Panthers got the fourth easiest draw. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, just thought that was interesting because I was looking at the Broncos draw before and like we play Parramatta twice. We play, um, yeah, I'll tell you. We play Parramatta twice. We play the Titans twice. We play the Storm twice. We play the Rabbits twice. We play the Panthers twice. We play the Roosters, um, the Wants. We play the Sharks. Oh, no, sorry. We play the Roosters twice and the Sharks twice. Like, that's a fucking... That's tough, eh? It is. It is. I, um, I feel sorry for you, and then I think about the Tigers and don't then feel sorry for you. So Tigers have a pretty good draw. Well, we have a pretty rough start of the year, so we've got to get over that before we actually... What did I say? The, the, the what did I say? The Tigers have difficulty wise. Okay, I'll tell you. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. The Tigers. Sorry, I was going to go back into it. No, all good. All good. Okay, here we go. Tigers. Middle of the pack. They have the seventh easiest draw out of sixteen teams. So they're on the they're on the better side of it. Yeah. We just have a rough start of the year. Yeah. So you play against twenty twenty final teams, you play them you play twelve games. So yeah. six so you play six of the top eight from last year twice. Yeah. So and not- that pretty much every team does that except for the Sharks, the Cowboys, the Titan uh, sorry, the Titans do and the Knights. Yeah. Fair hmm. enough, fair enough. Anyways, we are going to get the heck out of here. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Don't forget to head over to Instagram and uh, drop us a follow there to have a look at some beautiful golden Ds. Um, you can find us on Instagram at thechargedown.podcast. And if you're listening on iTunes, just go over and drop us a rating. Five star, please. Um, but as I said, we're going to get the heck out of here. Thank you all once again so much for listening. And we'll see you next week. See y'all. Peace out, y'all.